Hey guys, thanks for tuning in again. This is just a continuation of my Shelter in Place podcast season uh, for Miguel Small and Plus One. Uh, I had a chat with Matt Macedo. Uh, he's a really cool person, so I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Have a good day. Hello, Matt. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up, man? How you been? Good, man. How are you? Good, you know, just enjoying this quarantine life again. Surviving, yeah. Yeah. Where you at, man? Are you still down in L.A.? I am in L.A. Yeah, I'm in Burbank, specifically, um, where I graduated school from. The school was here in Burbank, and so I just kind of stayed around. But it sucks, you know, because I graduated last September, and mm-hmm. everything kind of, all the shit hit the fan this year, so kind of haven't really had the chance to do anything, but... It's all good. So what are you doing as far as like work right now? Job that pays the bills is real estate photography. And so for that, I go to like houses and um, apartments and places like that and kind of just shoot the property. I kind of have a uh, multiple, like I have one Canon 60D and then they gave me a uh, a Theta, like a camera that shoots in 360. Mm-hmm. So those oh, are yeah, for, for those, like, virtual tours kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. I've, yeah, I've seen that being very widely used these days because I have a few friends here in Paso. They share that, inf- they share that uh, those projects, too. It's, like, it's pretty cool because, like, you can kind of, like, see, you know, oh, I'm going to walk this way in the house in the virtual tour, and you can see, like, how big the house is because it's hard to tell from, like, just 2D pictures. No, it's true, yeah. And they used to do them, but um, they kind of phased out times. They really came right back into demand to do oh, them. Oh, yeah, because so. less, less one-on-one at the moment, you know, trying to lessen the risks out there for COVID. Absolutely, yeah. Wash your hands, folks. No, <laughs> way, man. <laughs> yeah, no, wash your hands, which is weird because, like, at the beginning of this whole thing, the, the things that they were telling us to do, they were like, wash your hands, Make sure you, you know, um, get some, you know, get some sun, make sure you take your vitamin, you know, all this stuff. And you're just like, wait, people weren't doing that? Like, there's so many conspiracy theories behind what this whole thing could be or, you know. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, of course there is, but yeah, just go with the flow. Well, you being in a more, you know, populated area, like over here in Slow County, it's pretty quiet. We're still being affected obviously because you know every county is now shut down again but yeah same yeah but down there were you guys shut down um pretty much the entire time or were you guys open at least for a short period of time um i think we opened up a little bit but not long you know we kind of shut right back down nothing i mean movie theaters were never open um i know that much you know we never got all the way open again but in terms of you know, and that really sucks too for the movie or for the theater industry here. Like, I don't know how they're going to survive this whole thing, but um, that was one episode that I was going to actually go over and do soon on my podcast, uh, film directing with Matt Macedo. We were going to kind of talk about, I I talked about it once before, but I didn't really like the recording all that much. Mm -hmm. And so I scrapped it and I wanted to do another one, but kind of how this whole time really cemented Netflix and streaming services into the future. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've been looking at the stock and pretty much anything that is like home based uh, product, you know, just skyrocketed. We got Roku, Netflix, you know, all these like public companies on the stock market that were doing pretty well. And I mean, I don't know if Netflix just happened to have all this stuff like, you know, on the on the back burner or on you know on later release dates. But I've noticed they have some pretty good stuff right now. Yeah, they just dropped the old guard, and Dude, that was uh, it was really good. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I mean the ending kind of. I knew the villain. You know, I'm assuming she's gonna oh, be a villain. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of like, oh shit, you know, I was like, yeah. oh. Well, because yeah, they 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 said a lot of things in the movie, but didn't necessarily say it. They're like, yeah, over 500 years, you know, to feel that kind of pain and anger. You mean she's still stuck down there? What the. <laughs> yeah well i mean they kind of they kind of let the audience assume that they were kind of still stuck down there so that was a huge shock to see that they were kind of up you know because it's like yeah. who the hell got them out and i think that's why they 
had that ending obviously is to see <clears throat> what kind of reaction it would have and if there's enough yeah. you know want well, for a sequel is, yeah the weird thing is with their dreams it's like current so they're dreaming of somebody else you know one of them or somebody else in this you know similar situation where they're immortal they feel each other's pain currently so up and you know up until you know six months prior to that ending she was still underwater so something happened after that guy got kicked out of the group oh you're right until, you're right yeah because remember well, yeah because so they something the happened the six months yeah when she because they have that. dreams of each other exactly so she's still down there when the new recruit happened interesting unless they were like you know what it's a it's like a constant itch that you just forget about you know it's like eh, it's a thing well possibly kind of like um <laughs> If the main one had like uh, uh, post-traumatic stress and she dreamt about it, kind of thing, everybody else would feel it, maybe. But I don't know, man. The way they made it sound like is she was literally still down there because they have spent years trying I, to find her. I kind of assumed too in that moment because they said, you know, and I guess this is somewhat of a spoiler alert that you know you could only <laughs> yeah. you could only die a certain number of times as you're an immortal and then you're not immortal mm-hmm. anymore. So I figured that's what happened, that she just kept dying over and over and over and over again, that she just eventually died her final time. And so I assumed that at at some point. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if, you know, they feel like they could do a sequel. I don't think it's a film that could have a sequel, you know? I feel like uh, people usually... Yeah, that's one of the shows where I'm thinking, you know, if they make a TV series out of this. <laughs> yeah, they could. You know, and that's the thing when people usually pitch shows, they they want to pitch content that can have a sequel, that can have merchandise, and that can have, you know, a following and its own universe even, you know. Because, I mean, Longevity. That, mm-hmm, I mean yeah. that just means more money for the company or for the, you know, distributors and all of that. Exactly. But, why do you think? Why do you think they redid the whole X Men cast? <laughs> they oh, want yeah. to continue merchandising. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I got into it with my DP Adrian recently, who really pushed me to see Star Trek for the first time because I've never seen anything so like the new the new trilogy Star Trek or the old old then, stuff. So like you know, Next Generation. Uh, yeah. Got it. And so I watched one episode, but it's just not my stuff. I can't. I can't. I couldn't get into it, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, the I, I watched it back when, you know, I was in high school. I watched the reruns for, I can't remember which one, which one's which. I know the captain was like the redhead yeah. and for Star Trek. And, but to me, it didn't register as Star Trek. It registered me as like this space, you know, space, uh, spaceship that, you know, they were just encountering because they got lost in space almost. Not to, you know, put a pun on the other show called Lost in Space. But like, um, I remember watching it, and, and then later on, somebody told me, he's like, oh, yeah, that's Star Trek. I'm like, oh, really? The entire time I've been watching Star Trek? I didn't realize it. Okay. Then again, I was, just a, I was just a teenager. It was one of those shows that I killed time uh, back in the day, you know, when I was ditching school or staying up late. Oh, dang. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't that bad. But um, kind of like, you know, everybody watched Roseanne, but they didn't watch it, like, originally because they were just watching reruns or george lopez at night oh that's true yeah i was you know, watching you all i'm yeah. watching dexter <laughs> well <laughs> dexter yeah i'm sure a lot of people are re-watching it right now because uh, i don't know if it's still on netflix or not but i remember seeing it somewhere yeah i think so Hulu. but uh apparently the office which is one of the you know i think i, I watched it like three times already have you the entire thing wow. and i really want to watch it again because apparently it's going to be taken off of netflix next year oh wow no yeah i know that so at, at some point there'll be a spike in how many people are watching it and you'll see you know that number one through ten the top ten uh movies and shows on netflix i bet you it's gonna be back up there again at some point I was, I was so happy to see avatar the last airbender trending as number one when it came oh, out oh yeah you know what's funny? It's like I get on TikTok and I see all these kids like, oh, my God, you know, did you guys notice this? Did you guys notice that? It's like, oh, he's like, he's a badass, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you guys aren't the original fans. Like, <laughs> no. yeah, I'm happy. You know, I welcome them. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy that, you know, they uh, they found the show for the beauty that it is because it is. Oh, yeah. It's a masterpiece of a show. Well, it's it's surprising because, I mean, it's not surprising because I, I remember watching it. I, I just loved it. But. It talks a lot about a lot about like current situations, you know. Oh yeah. Like you know, it's like 
politics and racism and ageism and all that stuff. I'm like, holy shit, dude. It was a show, yeah, kind of, you would think of it kind of ahead of its time, but, um, you know, because they had very strong female leads and, you know, mm-hmm. beautiful action and great story arcs and characters and everything else. But, you know, the film does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, the film does not exist. The film does uh, not exist. Yeah, God, I remember being in the auditorium. I was so stoked. I was like, oh, I'm ready. There was so much promotion behind Nickelodeon. You know, Nickelodeon put so much promotion behind it. Yeah. You know, you saw them on TV appearances, all this stuff. You know, that's, you know, pretty much that's what you need to do to get that movie out there. And then people were sitting in the auditorium were like, are you kidding me? It was one of the only times I wanted to leave. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, just right off the bat. It's like, huh? Yeah. I don't know what they were even thinking when doing that. I don't know what they were thinking. And I know they had Uh, uh, the original creators had a, you know, what we call a creative uh, difference. (laughs) And so they. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, they weren't. They were part of the the original film, but then they left. And then Nickelodeon continued Uh, the film without them. And so it makes sense that it's so, you know, terrible. But the Netflix you know, re or the live action that they're redoing or coming out with is uh, with the original people with the oh, original, seriously? yeah. With the original composer, everyone. Hmm. And so well, one incredibly sad thing that I also learned about the show was that the voice of uncle Iroh, that he passed, uh-oh. he passed away yeah. while filming. Yeah. So somebody else took over. It's like, Oh, damn. I know. That's the crazy part. I remember like, he had a lot. He, his character was like my favorite so one. Well, I know he was so well rounded altogether, and like he, even like when his his comeback when he was in prison and he like starts working out. Yeah, and you know that those episodes. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. You know, he like never said a word while he was in jail. That whole like first few episodes, and and that was out of respect because for his family because he passed away. Like they kept him quiet and never had anybody doing his voice yet wow. until he absolutely needed to but yeah um I, I did not know that i have such a connection with the show i don't think i'll get a tattoo you know i think a mutual friend of ours got a tattoo which is so badass but um i think what i have gotten is a kalimba which is the musical instrument that was used to make the main um kind of the main avatar love title theme mm-hmm so that's like kind of one thing that I got to have this connection to it. Is it like that guitar type? It's basically a finger piano, like a thumb piano. Oh. Yeah. And so it's pretty interesting. Um, I would play it right now, but you probably, you, you, you know, it wouldn't sound it very wouldn't, well. Yeah. I probably wouldn't give it justice. No. That's no. It's and so okay. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Definitely. I don't know. If you could edit these things, you could splice in some sort of like uh, the audio from YouTube or something, but it's beautiful. It's yeah. exactly the sound, the the instrument that he used. Well, I'm, I might I might get that sound. I don't. I, I'm still learning how to splice all this stuff together because I'm going off of the phone. So um, I'll, I'll learn if I if I, can, if I can at least pull the audio and upload it at the end. You know, for those listening, they can you know wait until the end or fast forward whatever they want to oh, do. Sure. Or even a YouTube link in the description. Y'all could think yeah. click on it on their phones and watch yeah. it. There you go. But it is. Yeah. It's a beautiful. It's not that expensive, too. It was like 30 bucks to get off Amazon. And um, you could do that song and the uh, Leaves from the Vine, which is the song that the. Uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I remember hearing that again. That was, uh, yeah, that was a really good song. I liked it. I cried, dude. I cried. I uh, I sobbed. That show just affects me on a whole other level. Yeah. So you you mentioned you have a podcast too. What, 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 how many episodes do you got recorded? Like, have you been doing it for a while? Oh god. Yeah, I kind of started early pandemic. <laughs> I kind of love how that's like a time frame now. Yeah. Pre pre pandemic, post pandemic, but um, yeah, I started in the early days and. Yeah, you know, and it's still kind of just a hobby. It's not anything that I devote a lot of time to or anything, yeah. but it's called Film Directing with Matt Macedo. Mm-hmm. And kind of have friends of mine on there and we just chat about film, we chat about certain things. So like one of my good friends, uh Dead Lou, 
uh, he will come on and we'll talk about like psychology and the director and kind of how um, directors really use psychology and uh, are kind of like a psychologist in their own way, mm-hmm. um, in a way. And then um, I have another one where a filmmaker kind of uses trauma that he gone through for his films, for his documentary films. And so that would be a kind of just really interesting topics. You know, I had um, Steven Bernstein. He's a director and cinematographer. He did the films. Um, he's an Oscar winner, I think, but he did uh, the ones that, you know, are going to make people go like, oh, cool. <laughs> he was a cinematographer for Scary Movie 2. Uh, for like white chicks, for uh, Waterboy, you know, so like a lot of these, you know, 90s or early 2000s classic films that are like, oh, wow, he was all part of those. So it was fun to kind of have him on and chat about his experience and his relationship with the Waynes brothers and kind of all of that. But um, I've been kind of keeping myself somewhat busy after school. Um, I just recently kind of started a working collaboration with a company that uh produces music videos and so they contract out directors so basically whenever they get a hit for a music or music video they'll send directors the lyrics and the song to listen to and then directors will make a a video music or a music video pitch to Mm -hmm. make and then basically pitch it off and then whoever you know whoever the uh artist likes gets chosen and Bam, you're the director of this music video. You just go on for it with it. So that reminds me of like a TV show or something, like some sort of baller or something show or Mad Men where you're pitching into your idea and trying to win the client. Really? I need to see all these shows. I, you know, it sucks, <laughs> but I I don't really watch uh too many movies or shows actually, which really sucks. I need to. But the those shows that I am in love with, um, especially on Netflix are like Ozark and mm-hmm. um other ones like Better Call Saul when that one comes back on. Mm-hmm. Another good one's called The Sinner. It's kind of like an anthology. It's it's kind of different every season, but somewhat linked. Um, that's a great one. I really recommend. The Sinner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm running out of shows. I've watched quite a few of them already. There's this Canadian show called Working Moms. I watched. Oh, nice. It's on Netflix. I, I, I put it on just to like you know, for shits and giggles and see what, you know, what it's about. And then all of a sudden I just found myself binge watching with the wife. And oh, <laughs> we were just cool. like, we were just like watching the entire thing. Like, oh my God, what's next? Huh, you know, cool. some, show, some shows are fairly surprising and entertaining. Yeah. But yeah, I got, I got, I got going on Ozark. There was a lot of repetition though. Like every time they almost make it or like are in the clear, something happens, which I don't know why, but that bugs me in the show. Really? Um, that kind of format? Yeah, a, a, a little bit, yeah. Because ever since, you know, Barry Allen and The Flash, every time they <laughs> they, they beat a foe, somebody else comes in that's faster than them. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why, I don't know if you heard the news that the, this next season is going to be their final season. Mm, yeah. I and so I don't, I don't know if, how long they could keep that formula up. And so I think they definitely are going to, uh, they're going to, you know, write a nice little end to it. Yeah, well, the, the the interesting is like with their formula, like something just keeps happening and keeps happening, or somebody's a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. Like if you, if you see uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, they've also used time travel as mm-hmm. part of their plot, and now Agents of Shield, which is a different, you know, universe. Obviously, they also came back out with a season where they're time traveling as well. Oh wow. That's Isn't that crazy? Like yeah. everybody's talking about time travel, and then on top of that, I, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but the uh, the Umbrella Academy. No, I haven't seen it. Time travel is also <laughs> used in that show, and it's weird because like didn't wasn't there an article on Facebook somebody talking about time travel or some sort of like weird loop or that they they found like evidence of time travel? So weird, weird theory. What if time travel? does become like eventually existing and we are time traveling right now like in your in your own little (laughs) universe you have time traveled back to re-experience your life yeah (laughs) what if what if what if time travel is just another interpretation of your flash uh your life flashing before your eyes before you you know yeah before you die 
and all of this, it seems like you're reliving an entire life's worth of life, <laughs> and it's a, you know in a split second. Who knows? <laughs> all of a sudden, we just get a phone call, FBI. Oh shit, oh, FBI. We know. <laughs> No, no, once, yeah, you have, the- once you have psychedelics, you have broken through the barrier. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, usually, like, when I'm hanging out with a friend at 3 a.m. in the morning, we're just still, like, chatting it up and whatnot. I get, uh, you know, that little, you know, delirious kind of convo mindset kind of thing. And you start talking about all these crazy things like ghosts and aliens and time travel and, you know, pretty much anything, like, beyond the scope of, you know, of our logical imagination yeah no there's crazy stuff out there there's um there's videos that friends have shown me that about like 13 dimensions and it's like huh you know it gets to a point where (laughs) i don't even like it starts to hurt my brain like listening to it so i don't even you know i check out well yeah after a while you get you know you get a little like really that's 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 a little too convenient that you know you have that as evidence and whatnot for me it's more like you know, if there's if there's hard there's this um, like hard evidence. There's this a little um, I, I can't remember if it was a Egyptian tomb or something, or they really found the Egyptian pharaoh, and he happened to be like holding a watch, apparently a Swiss watch oh. made from like from later on or something. But I can't remember where they found the damn watch. But I know they were like, yeah, Swiss didn't start making watches until you know nineteen and then. This tomb is, you know, five, you know, three hundred years old or whatnot. Who knows, dude? Like, who really knows? Like, I mean, <clears throat> the ocean is so unexplored still that mm-hmm. you know, who knows if we eventually find like, I mean, I mean, it's all kind of washed away and eroded by now. But mm-hmm. who? I mean, even in terms of the future, I'm sure hundreds of thousands of years from now. I mean, LA's not going to be here. You know, I mean, water's going to be washed up and. The mountain, the Sierra Nevada mountains are going to be coastline pretty much. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure that's exactly the way just the world works. And we're just witnessing a snapshot. We're here just witnessing what it's going to do no matter what. But it's a crazy, yeah. it's a crazy world, man. It's trying to kill us. Early, early <laughs> pandemic days were great. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When the whole, when everybody was shut down, I mean, not that, not that, but you know when no traffic on the road like that was great yeah yeah you start seeing all these like articles like oh the dolphins are singing or swimming back in the gulf of mexico <laughs> the dolphins are stinging oh. what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be crazy because they are intelligent yeah um but like and then the fish are returning to the you know the the waters of uh what's it called italy or i can't remember where it was uh yeah venice or whatever yeah venice yeah what they, they were, you know yeah it was clear where to the point where you could see fishes in there and i, I mean like, oh, in, in all fairness too they a lot of people said that that was just because of there's no turbulence from all the boats going around which i mean makes oh, yeah. sense. but um yeah. in terms of uh pollution i mean that's just mm-hmm. a, it was a clear clear difference yeah there was uh yeah yeah when the, when you have that stick that they push the boat with it's obviously pushing all that dirt and sand around at the bottom yeah and i get that part but i just like i never knew there was fish down there to begin with <laughs> oh i know that's why it's so i i don't even go like floating in the lake anymore because mm-hmm. just i just something brushing up against your foot while you're floating is just <laughs> I could not. You, so when you when you when you went floating though who was it just a float or like did you have a beer on your left hand and you know holding your phone on the right hand kind of thing? <laughs> no it was always just a float and uh unfortunately there have been some times where the water has been too low mm. and, the, and the stream has gone too low there was a time where i floated for like four hours pure sun the entire time and that was not fun sweet jesus well yeah. i remember going floating once i got sunburned of course but um, we, I don't know if, I don't know, like, if there should be more water or less water, but I remember being on there and all of a sudden, rocks. Like, I, my foot touched a rock under the water and then all of a sudden I just hear. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so we had to, you know, we had to stop early, I believe. I think we made it all the way to the end. I can't remember, but I just Literally. remember that that thing was flat. Yeah. And, you know, living in the valley, that's like one of the only fun things to do. And it's so. Mm-hmm 
sketchy. I think it shouldn't be allowed anymore, but I don't know. It's one of those things that I'm like, uh, it was a, I didn't have so many great experiences. I think I had more negative experiences than positive. And so it's kind of one of those things I think I've kind of checked at those. It's one of those things I, I wouldn't do again, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got it out of my system. At least I've done it before, you know? Yeah. One thing so that you, I've never done is being uh, on, a, on, a, on a plane. I haven't been on a plane yet. Seriously? No. And That's so crazy. like, I know. It's so crazy. <laughs> well, the, 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 the first time I got on a plane was when I was, I want to say 23 or 24. And I was telling everybody, like, yeah, I've never been on a plane. It's like, you've never been on a plane? And they like, they were talking it up as if there's going to be turbulence and all stuff. I was just flying from Fresno to Las Vegas for uh, a convention. Oh, really? <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's like a 45 minute flight. But I remember getting on there and I was just like so nervous. And the plane takes off and it was nice and smooth. And the plane glides over, you know, the you know, the mountains and stuff like that. Yeah. It was so smooth. And then the the pilot, you know, does this weird circle thing, like kind of like eagles do, but like to land. So and then next thing you know, the land is right there because that's how fast we were dropping, but she made it feel like it was nothing. Oh wow. And then she lands and everything. And on my way out, I'm like, can you tell the pilot? Amazing job. <laughs> It was so smooth. I was so surprised. But then you see these movies and TV shows where, like, everybody's, like, jumping up and down in their seat because turbulence is, like, forcing them to, like, not be, you know, stay in their seat and whatnot. And I'm like, maybe I just need to go on a longer flight or something or more flights. But it wasn't bad at all. And they kept, they kept uh, referring roller coaster. So it's like a roller coaster. I'm like, what? I hate roller coasters. Yeah. I mean, the only other time I've been on a, yeah, that's what um, a friend of mine told me is that it kind of feels like a roller coaster kind of taking off. Um, But, you know, I've never been to Six Flags. I've never been to any of those other, you know, crazy ones. Just only uh, Knott's Berry Farm is the only kind of, uh, kind of uh, amusement park that I've been to, which was kind of fun. It had the world's oldest, like, or not probably not the world's oldest California's oldest uh, roller coaster is like all made out of wood. <laughs> a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I would question the stability of that roller coaster with the title "oldest." <laughs> if it did have the title, it's like, uh, when's the last time this has been checked? You know. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if it uh, is still in operation anymore. Actually, who knows? But it's a nice place. Yeah. Now, have you gone to Disneyland? Um. Oh, that's another one. I haven't been to. Yeah, I have. I have been there and California Adventure, but I uh, think it was raining because my parents waited till the uh, cheap season to go. <laughs> yeah. They waited till they were cheap, and so it was raining. And I guess in California Adventure, there's that Mickey Mouse roller coaster, right? It's like a house, or a roller coaster that has like the shape of Mickey Mouse's ears on it or something. Oh yeah, no, I opted out of that one. I am just not great at roller coasters. I got on well, Magic Mountain and I was shaking. Oh wow, really? Well, mm. on that roller coaster, it froze on people like right before the <laughs> the uh, right before that you know loop. It just stuck. It got stuck. So I was like, nope, not doing that one. And, Wait, on uh, the same day you went? Oh yeah, that one got stuck. Then. On at Disneyland, I waited two hours in line for Splash Mountain, and then that ride broke down right before we were about to go on. And so that's why oh, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and removed that experience from my life until you mentioned, Have you ever gone to Disneyland? I'm like, Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> you blocked it out. Like, dude, that sounds like, out. <laughs> that's, that's like signs right there. Like, Oh, maybe I should ride this one. Sorry, that's out of order. What happened? We don't know. Something abnormal. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's craziness. <sighs> but no, yeah, I remember the first time I went to uh, Magic Mountain. Um, I think I was like twenty, twenty-one, and uh, I didn't know. You know, I, again, I'm not great at roller coasters. I even at, at the California Midstate Fair, I, I tend to stick to like the low, you know, low to the ground kind of rides, and. Um, I remember getting on there. I was like, oh, this shouldn't be too bad, right? He's like, no, 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 it's bad. It's not that bad. I get in there. It's dark, right? And why, you know, why didn't it tell me it was going to be an incline for like a good two minutes? 
Oh wow! And I'm like, "Is this a roller coaster?" They're like, "Yeah, but you know, it's fine." I'm like, "What?" Next thing you know, left turn, right turn, down, up. I'm pretty sure we went upside down. I don't remember. Um, I'm not sure if that has a, a, a loop or anything like that. But then uh, we got out, and I'm like, "It was a good thing it was dark because if I would have seen where those angles were coming from, I probably would have thrown up." <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. never. Mm-hmm. luckily I've never gotten like nauseous or thrown up from anything like that but from motion sick or anything luckily no oh, surprisingly for some reason if I'm not driving or I'm in the passenger if I'm in the passenger side or on the back seat I don't get nauseous until I start like looking down from the road like let's say I'm on my cell phone or something really all of a sudden, yeah, I don't know why, because, you know, that movement of the car a little bit, and then I'm trying to focus on texting or going on Facebook, I start getting nauseous. So I always insist, let me drive. I'll drive. It's okay. I'd rather drive. Yeah. I. Uh, have you ever been in an accident or anything like that while driving? Uh, so one time I was driving up this hill. And I realized it was the wrong hill. So instead oh, sure. of going instead of going to the top of the hill and turning around, making a U-turn, I decided to go backwards back down the hill. Oh, to, no. And I forgot that there was a slight right turn. So on the left side, I started going down the side of the hill or, you know, and I landed all the way to the other side of the road after, you know, I reached the bottom of the hill. And then I had friends in there with me. And I was like, day and that could have been worse and I could have flipped the car or something and I was just like and it was dark though I just remember my friend going Miguel but the car's turning the car's turning and I was just like oh shit and I was just roll down the hill and you know roll on you know roll across the road at the bottom and then land on the other side wow that's crazy that's intense yeah yeah you know no you know I'm pretty sure a couple of my friends didn't have their seatbelts on, and that's why I always tell them to put their seats seatbelts on now, just in case. <laughs> just in case when my ass is driving, you just in case. When I have your <laughs> I'm not taking off unless you put unless you put a seatbelt on, and then at the same time, <laughs> if you throw trash out the window, I'm stopping the damn car so you can go pick up that trash. Ooh, hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Like who does that? I've seen people. I like I'll be behind certain cars, and I'll just see them like cigarette bud. Or, oh, a wow. piece, or a piece of trash or something. It makes you wonder, like, we are in California, right? All these fires and stuff, and, you know. You'd think people would be a little bit more aware, but. Yeah, you would think, but no. And so tell me more about this podcast. Like, how, how often do you record? I haven't even recorded in a while, <laughs> uh, nope. to be honest. Same here. Uh, actually, Same it's here. been, yeah, it's been like the whole since it was like before George Floyd and all of that, it's been like months or even like a month before all that happened. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a while. And so, I mean, even now I've just been, like I said, I, I wasn't really, it's still just a hobby. And so whenever I have free time, I'll probably get right back into it. Yeah, I know. That's what I, that's what I told myself. I was like, yeah, when I have free time, I'll get back into it. But you know, if, if you, like that's, that that's the new like delivery system I see is like everybody's doing podcasts now. Even like you know, everybody and their grandmother. <laughs> yeah, even, <laughs> even celebrities, like celebrities are making their own podcast and they they're, they're calling it random things like two you know two guys in a garage with a beer you know like whatever. I kind of <laughs> love to want to do one with my grandma. Like that'd be so much fun because she talks mad shit about people. <laughs> and so just to like yeah you know. I mean, because it is kind of funny saying, you know, mm-hmm. everybody and their grandma is doing one because it's kind of true. Everybody has joined the podcast game. And um, I mean, that'd be hilarious to have some, you know, she's 82 years old and she's just talking mad shit because who cares now, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? You know, just. Kind of, you can't cancel you know, an 82 year old. <laughs> <laughs> cancel an 82 year old. <laughs> it's like you can't do that. Why not? It's like, yeah. I mean, I guess the excuse you can use for her too is like if she goes out of, out of line or something. It's like, well, she's from a different time, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, she's from she's from a different era. That's you know, that's typically what the excuse is. I imagine our grandchildren what they're gonna be saying about us. Oh, they're from a different era. They, yeah, you know, they're going to probably be freaking out about why we wash our hands so much and why, 
Oh yeah. They're just so uh yeah. <laughs> I've seen some videos where they're talking about like, hey mom, um so we're doing this thing in history class and they want us to go over um uh a specific times. It's like, Oh yeah, what times? Like the year twenty twenty. And you just see like post traumatic stress video flashback background war noises and toilet paper images appearing in their head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, I can only imagine like forty years from now what they're gonna be saying. Hey, so what what was twenty twenty like? Well that was the that was the that was the day we never ran out of toilet paper. Yeah, I'm just gonna be yeah, Charmin commercials are gonna cause PTSD for people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Charmin and then there was something else that there was a shortage of oh yeast. Because everybody started baking at their house instead. Oh, yeah. There was a whole phase of people making bread. <laughs> the yeah. bread phase. There's so many phases. The murder wasp phase. The oh, yeah. bread phase. The aliens. The aliens, man. They released three videos. And we're like, cool. <laughs> we're like, yeah, that? everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want to. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's three vi- you know, Aliens exist or whatever the, the conversation was. And all of a sudden, like, wait, hornets? What? No way. Yeah. It was just one thing after another. But I mean, the murder hornets thing was always kind of just a fluke because they found one dead one. There was never even a group or never one even alive. So, yeah, so there was never really anything to worry about with that. But the media just loved the attention of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. The media is something I really... I'm not the biggest fan of the media these days because... Even though, even when I was a little kid, I just remember like my parents being so worried all the time. Every time they got on the media, it's because you know they don't they don't really share good things. They are like, oh my god, you know, yeah, you know, uh, uh, deportation. You know, they talk about deportation. They talk about like this killer who's states away, but for some reason, well, we got to be careful over here. Um, you know, all this stuff and. I'm just like, I don't have really good memories of, you know, growing up. I don't have good memories of watching the news. Yeah, me neither. And, um, you know, I just have a lot of memories of watching Cops growing up. <laughs> okay, okay, watched, okay, that show was pretty good. Watching Maury, <laughs> watching Jerry Springer. And... The, the, the cop episode that is, was brought back recently, and I, I remember it clear as day, was the time where this lady flags down a cop from your neighborhood and says, hey, this woman stole $20 from me. He goes, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, he stole $20. He's like, no, I didn't give him, you know, I didn't steal no $20. You know, and she's like, she wanted to buy crack. I was like, yeah, but she gave me fake crap. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and you see, it's like, so everybody, or we, the, these shows are basically canceled now. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. Um, and I, I'm on both sides. I kind of, I'm a very independent thinker right <laughs> and politically mm-hmm. too, i'm very independent so i'm mm-hmm. i just I, I stay out of it but i observe both sides for what they are um and so i see why they've canceled them is because it doesn't it's like a it portrays people constantly in a negative light and um it's like they just edit together it's like primarily people of color but also you know that crazy little white hillbilly in there once every now and then yeah. um and it's very just sticking to stereotypes. It just constantly is stereotypes. And, um, and so I see why they canceled it because also recently watching it with my grandma, you know, she had to describe every race along with what they were uh, doing. You yeah. know? And so I'm like, ah, yeah, I kind of understand why, you know, this is why they want to cancel it. And, um, and on the other side, I'm also like, hey, this is a tutorial of what not to do <laughs> at the same time. It's like telling you what not. Hey, you may maybe you shouldn't, you know, buy crack and you know, yeah. and you know, <laughs> complain about <laughs> receiving bad crack to the cops. You well, know? it's it's well with social media now. It's like everything that has you know on the cop show and Jerry Springer, the same stuff is being you know shown on you know Facebook and TikTok and Instagram. It's just it's transitioned to somewhere else. But the person with the camera is anybody with the phone now. I have been so tempted recently to just delete the apps off my phone mm-hmm. and try to really go back to pre-social media and, you know, trying to break out of that cycle. But I know it's going to be very difficult. 
very yeah. difficult. Um, I mean, because I get social, I, I'm not on social media just to even talk to anybody. I mean, I'm there for watching memes and, uh, you know, just laughing. And I think it's such a huge waste of time. And, um, and also just like, there's constantly some video that you see that is just manufactured, you know, it's fake and it's meant to get some sort of reaction out of people. And, um, I'll spend like a minute watching it and I'm like, why am I watching that? <laughs> you know, and some ad will be about to pop up and I'm like, why am I allowing my wasting my time for this person to make money off of me and yeah. blah, 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 when I could be doing so much more with this time. Exactly. So I've been really kind of tempted to get rid of these apps, but I'm hooked, man. I, uh -huh. wish, uh, I wish I did like my, my DP and invest in Facebook when, you know, right when that shit hit the market. I mean, people obviously knew some things were going to, you know, that was going to go up. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, Amazon has gone up. <sighs> Dang, I, a lot. Cause everybody, a, a lot of home shopping. Shopify did pretty well at the beginning. Right now it's on the downtrend. But Amazon and Tesla are the two, like, the ones that I've been watching. I'm like, holy crap, man. Yeah. Tesla is just, you know, it's the biggest auto maker company, period. Like yeah. it, it surpassed everybody, everybody within the, within the month. Isn't that crazy? Oh, but yeah. doesn't that tell you something? It was like the future is EV, you know, electric vehicles. Absolutely. I want a Tesla. It looks badass too. Do you want a Tesla or a Tesla truck? Like what kind of a saving? That's a tough one. I've never been a truck guy, so I'm not going to lie and say yes. Yeah. But. It's, it looks very comfortable. It looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> it looks very comfortable. And it reminds me of those Halo, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's, you know, at some point, somebody's going to buy one. And, you know, if they're, like, pro-gun or something, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to put a Gatling gun on top. I don't know what kind of truck um, Alex Jones was driving recently. Mm -hmm. But I know you could buy those, and those look pretty badass. Oh, as far as like electric vehicle or just in general, like I don't think it's electric. But if they made those that were electric, those would be pretty badass. Even if it's not electric, <laughs> to be honest, like it's pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, there's um, you know, I remember like I want to say like eight, almost ten years ago, really. I remember seeing one of the Ford magazines, and they had you know good three, four-page spread talking about electric vehicles and their plans to have electric charging stations. And they look pretty much like gas stations, but obviously no gas. And um, I was like, wow, that's insane. And then Tesla comes out and they're just like taking over the EV market. And I'm just like, what happened to Ford? Because I'm a big fan, big fan of the Mustang, not a big fan of the Mach 5 that they're coming out with. Oh yeah, they, they they've uh, electrified it, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, the, a whole electric uh, vehicle. It's a Ford Mustang Mach Five, I want to say, and uh, it came out. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I want you know, I've always wanted a Ford Mustang, and I want an EV next. So it was a good combination. But then all of a sudden, like, oh, it's coming out in you know 2022 or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's pretty far and then tesla just like oh yeah we came out with model xy and then we have model s and we're coming out with cyber in 2021 i'm just like dude you guys fell behind i'm sorry but the better man is winning oh yeah yeah it's gonna be a while for them to catch up if they ever even do um yeah. so how, how long have you been watching the stocks because i'm still fairly new at it but like learning all this stuff like on you know uh all YouTube, what does this mean? The candles, the can, you know, uh, how to read the stock market. And it's really difficult because there's a lot of information to account for. I'm, I mean, I'm so new to where I've just barely asked the question, what is the stock market? You know, I haven't even <laughs> yeah. done the, I haven't even done research into it so much. It's just something that I'm like, oh, your money can make you more money, <laughs> you know? So it's like, oh, that's the oh, smart yeah. thing to do when you get older. Okay, so that's something I should do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's one thing that I, one thing that I know I need to surround myself with people that are very knowledgeable with that. And so to do that, I mean, because you grow out of the phase of, you know, your friends that are drinking all the time and 
mm-hmm. like that. It's time to time to get shit right, you know. Yeah, and then later on, like three years down the road, you know, you you see them again, and they're like, "Hey, what have you been up to? Oh, I'll just work in the stock market, and you're driving your brand new Tesla." Shit, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude or or debt free at least <laughs> in my case so. yeah a, a lot yeah a lot of people yeah i know there's that's one that's one milestone that i think once you get over that shit yeah oh man it, it feels great. so yeah it feels so like liberating because i remember when i you know finally paid off all my stuff and you know i have i have some credit cards now but like nothing like how it was before and i'm just like it feels nice it feels yeah. nice that having to owe anything and it uh it almost gave you this weird like you know feeling of accomplishment every time you went out and let's say your friends would purchase stuff with credit cards but then you didn't want to put more debt in your you know in your life so like you put the debit card but you know you have money saved up that's true yeah debit card you don't have to worry about it's paid for this dinner is paid for but everybody else is paying for dinners or as putting dinners on the car that they're going to pay for a year from now again. Yeah, know? or pay, you know, three times the price for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just so easy to slide that card. I mean, have you, you've been hearing the whole cash, you know, the boycott on cash or something like the that, cash, right? Like, the cashless society, yeah. Uh, cashless society where, like, you know, grocery stores are starting to put up signs where it's, like, credit card or, you know, debit cards only. Yeah, who really knows what's I, going on? I don't. Yeah, know. I think we're just. I think one day we're just all going to be chipped, and we're all going to be all have our bank information in that chip, like on our wrist or something. I hope not. We're, gonna <laughs> we're gonna change. Be... I've already kind of made the like, and I mean, it's just a cool film idea that if you kind of merge with technology, like mm-hmm. you're done. Like your kind of soul or entity or whatever is yeah. now stuck here. And then this is hell, technically, because then you will never be able to leave or you'll never be able to pass on to the next kind of whatever we experience after this, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, who knows? It's kind of an interesting. Oh, weird. There's a knock at my door. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, that's some trippy shit. Who knows? Yeah, it's um, hey, that's funny. See, I hear um it's 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 interesting though because like even like some interviews with uh, Elon Musk he was talking about was like at some point we'll need we'll need uh, we'll need technology to be a part of us like you know the technologically advanced eyeball or something just to be able to see the robots move around you know because you see how like these automakers are using like robots to put the, you know, the car together and stuff like that. Like what's stopping anybody from making something that will make a robot be able to like, you know, I don't know, take you apart in two seconds. Oh, sure. They, I mean, yeah. Then they have, um, already do that. It's so precise. Take too. off a limb. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you remember, you What's it called? Uh, Passengers with uh, Chris Pratt and uh, oh, what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. No, I don't think so. Yeah, they uh, they pretty much have this like super high tech ship, and they're pretty much colonizing similar planets that are like to Earth or whatever. So they send ships out, and uh, everybody's like on hypersleep or whatever it's called, or deep sleep. So that way they don't age until they get there. And, nice. um, or cryogenic. I think that's what I'm thinking about. But then, you know, they're obviously in, in the trailer. I don't want to ruin it for you, but they woke up in accident, right? But when they had to go get medical attention, they just kind of sat in this like little tube. Like it's a bed and, they, you know, it, the computer did everything for them. And then all you have to do is, is depending on your clearance, what you want the machine to do you know, fix this, fix that, you know, what's his, you know, what's his condition? He'll read everything. At some point, we're going to be able to do that because, you know, you know, ambulances bring people who have been in car accidents or something and, and, you know, the uh, paramedics are trying to make some, you know, diagnosis before bringing him in. It's like, all right, well, he's been shot here, you know, lacerated there. Um, and then the doctor takes over, but in this machine, you know, if they have it on that on the ambulance, they can start pretty much treating you right away. Can you imagine that? Yeah, 
that's insane. You know, yeah. hopefully things will get, yeah, with um, health especially, technology should improve. Hopefully costs will go down, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, you'd think, you'd think, you'd hope. The technology oh. I've always felt has was supposed to make things cheaper, but yeah. I mean, look at those iPhones, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're getting more expensive, but yet I want the new one. <laughs> I need the new one. <laughs> and my phone sucking. They've been sucking lately. And I don't know why. You know, and I saw a, a memory in Facebook recently that, mm-hmm. you know, I've been having issues with iPhones ever since 2003, or not 2003, Jesus, 2013, uh, seven years ago. And so it's like, why am I still fucking with them? You know? Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm trapped in their ecosystem. Yeah, I think um, they have a sort of, really kind of like okay i don't know if this is a good metaphor but you know how mcdonald's used to have like the clown and the commercials and um the playpen the play the play area for when you they went to the actual fast food restaurant it was like sort of subconsciously subconsciously trying to convince the kid at some you know make the kid think this is normal for when they grow up yeah i feel like that's what happened with you know, Apple products, the iPad, you know, everybody was listening to music, feeling good, expressing yourself. And all of a sudden the phone came out. It's, um, yeah. I mean, it's I, revolutionary. It's revolutionary. Yeah. The first iPhone's insane. I remember I, I, I've rewatched that, that video of, uh, uh, Steve Jobs introducing the iPhone like three times already. But like, by now you're like, all right, everybody's used to the smartphone. So, why do we keep getting new ones? Why don't we just build one that will last forever? Really? Like the Nokia. Yeah. Like the Nokia. <laughs> yeah, something. You know, those phones were meant to last forever. Um, but, I mean, I got to hold the Samsung Fold in my hand. Or which one was the or Samsung Flip? I think it was the Flip. Yeah, the vertical one. That was badass. Because, I mean, it's just like the razor, but you flip it open and it's all screen. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah. that yeah, that was a beautiful, um, a beautiful, beautiful um, phone. But in terms of uh, just iPhone, I don't know, man. It's all stuck. I think they're going to go back to the iPhone 5 kind of, or iPhone 4 even, the squared off design. On the yeah, side. I saw that, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I think because these these weird like I have the X now, and I had the seven plus prior, and nothing was wrong with them. I just when the new phone came out, I wanted the new one, and then I told myself after the X, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna be that person. So I skipped out on eleven, and then you know, six S and six plus came out at the same time for some weird reason. But uh, I've noticed that they're very slippery if you don't have a phone case. I, I, in even when you have a phone case, it's like there's only so much, you know, so many designs you can go with it. But I like the squared off stuff. I don't know if it's just because we're reverting back to it and it feels new. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm going to like it. It's like the, these cars today, you know, how like they're, they're nice and smooth and not boxy. At some like five, 10 years from now, Watch, they're gonna come out with cars that are more boxy again. Maybe, like Crown, yeah, you're right. Crown Vic, you know. Maybe there's, a, yeah, there's always that kind of retro. Always that retro. Yeah. yeah, we do. We do always kind of go back and forth as as a species and things to advance on. We yeah. move, but yeah, it's strange. It's just crazy. This uh, series of events, this whole year has just been screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, but. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny. There's there's a lot of, like, references to the New Year's Eve 2019 to 2020. It was like, 2020 is going to be my year. Shut down. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Just no plan off. It's yeah. all crazy. But hopefully, um, it really sucks is the governor just shut down everything else again today. The hair salons and churches and everything so um yeah i wish i had a haircut yeah. damn <laughs> okay. well, just, right. just, hey just get some clippers and go on number two on the whole head you'll be fine <laughs> oh wow number two i don't know yeah that way you don't have to worry about it for a couple months 
shit. We'll see if it does get that bad. Yeah. Well, we've reached about 55 minutes, man. Pretty good combo, if I say so myself. I think yeah. so. Cool. Yeah, when you get a fun. chance, Not send me bad. the link to your podcast. I want to take a listen. I absolutely will. Yeah, it's available on... Uh, I do it through Anchor as well, mm-hmm. and so it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. For, for Anchor, do you use your um, computer or your phone? Um, so I use um, – I typically like to record through um, the headphones because I did multiple tests and all yeah. these kinds of things. I, uh, the wired headphones typically work best, I found. Yeah. Um, like even my AirPods I found didn't sound as good as the actual wired in headphones that Apple gives mm-hmm. you. Um, and so I used to have an adapter for my phone. Um, unfortunately, I think a friend kind of swiped it out of my room or, oh, the uh, dongle? or I lost it <laughs> either way. Yeah. The <laughs> dongle. And so, um, or I lost it either way, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just happened to, I just happened to lose it in a space that I never move it from. Um, but the, um, I used to record straight mm-hmm. to the phone and then I would send it, you know, cause it stores in the yeah, yeah, anchor yeah. library. I would download it from that into premiere and then I would add a quick, um, like a denoiser and it would kind of like really kind of clean up the audio really well and like real, real quick too, like to the entire track. And also to kind of speed things up, I would go through and cut out all of the long pauses, kind of like mm-hmm. that. And even like the us and like, um, you know, things like that, I would always cut out. And uh, I think that's really it. And um, I know if I have like an intro saved, I have all these things saved. I, towards the end, I started to add two ads per mm-hmm. episode kind of I would do an intro and then add an ad and then do the show and then an ad and then an outro. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's just kind of ways that the, the Anchor web app is kind of really mm-hmm. finicky. Um, you know, I kind of learned that I had to re, like rename files multiple different times because for some reason in the Anchor app, it, sh- it shows people the file name and not like the specific album artwork that you have set for that episode right. or for the show. And so I would specifically title the episode or the clip something, you know, that way it always looks yeah. good. Um, and then of course to, um, since it's in premiere, I would throw in the title or the artwork that I would create for that episode and uh, make clips or, or even upload the whole thing onto YouTube. Hmm. So you record uh, videos too, or you, or you mean you take the sound by or the sound? Just the audio. Um, we're gonna have to yeah. like talk about this later too, because I want to learn how to do that. Because I have, you know, I don't have anything on my YouTube channel right now, and I mean, like, like this conversation, I want to be able to like put a picture on it, and then because a lot of people do use YouTube as their sound, you know, their audio, they make playlists. Yeah, I, I pay absolutely. the thirteen bucks myself because. I found some pretty good stuff, like motivational videos that I like to listen to, but I don't want to keep the screen on kind of thing. And it was funny oh, because sure. I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, why don't they come up with some way that like, I can turn off the screen, I can still hear the audio. A couple months later, guess what they introduced, you know, that print. That, that, <laughs> of course, a way to <laughs> the pay. Premium, yeah. But, uh, There's ways to, to work around it too, but too repetitive shit. But if you just pay for it, it's always good, yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know if you have Premiere or any kind of editing software. I'm sure it could work in Final Cut or whichever one you have for free. Yeah, yeah. Any any tips you have for me as far as making the videos, I'm more than happy to, to take a look at that because that would be awesome. And I can, you know, make videos off of the audio clips and go from there. Um, yeah, for sure. Appreciate it, man. I'm always, I'm always an Instagram message away. Okay. If anybody yeah, wants to check out my podcast it's film directing with matt macedo um you can follow me on instagram at matt macedo and uh yeah <laughs> and that's about thanks, it man. thanks for uh, joining me uh, we'll talk soon awesome man thank you for having me on cool man okay Bye. chat soon
thanks once again for listening to Miguel's Moment Shelter and Home Edition. Uh, stay tuned for more and uh, stay safe out there. Wash your hands, drink water, lots of fluids, and uh, I'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah.